Alpha, alpha, alpha. That is all I have to say about today's show. We're going to talk about a new drop coming just next week with some of Hollywood's biggest names coming into the NFT world. You really do not want to miss today's show. Welcome to Goats and the Metaverse. Stanley, I am excited about today's show. How are you, my friend? I am excited as well. I literally almost slept in an airport just to get home, just to record this show. I'm pumped. But before we get on to the show, let's talk about one of my favorite parts of the show. The Goat Bolt. The Goat Bolt is sitting at $24,938. All you need to do to win the contents of that vault is smash the subscribe button. And for those of you watching today, there's going to be a little surprise for the Goat Bolt happening at the end of the show. So be sure to watch all the way to the end. Once again, all you need to do, subscribe. And once we hit 5,000 subscribers, you will be able to win the contents of that vault. And we are rapidly approaching. We're almost there. So by, you know, hopefully by NFT NYC, we may already be there and can celebrate in style. Let's go. And the surprise might be so big that the gold vault might go to a million dollars today. You never know. Watch the show. Watch the rest of the show and see what happens. All right. Let's get into it without, like... Do you want to do like an intro, like without further ado, or do we just bring these guys right in? Let's bring well, them right in. Let's bring them in, but it's a slight intro while we're bringing in both Bryce and Brian <laughs> onto the show. Uh, I'm particularly excited about this. This is one of Metaversal's first productions, working together with the team of Clubhouse Pictures, both Brian Junkless and Bryce Anderson, creators of some of the movies that we both know and love, movies like the Hunger Games, I, Tonya, Kate, um, and even more exciting movies that we're now building something even more unique and more interesting that's going to take on the likes of Marvel uh, with something Ooh. new and interesting called a Mega Runner. That's what we're here to talk about. Brian, Bryce, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the Omega Runner universe and everything that people need to know. I All right. That. I love that Thanks you guys are us. Bryce and Brian, it's like BRY, yeah. like I can't fuck it up. We planned that. Yeah, we yeah. We, we thought ahead. Um, thanks for having us on, guys. Appreciate it. Really appreciate your like this is an awesome show and we're pumped to be here. Um, yes, as Yossi mentioned, I'm Brian Unclis, um, traditionally a film and television producer, co-producer on movies, uh, the Hunger Games movies, oversaw those. Um, did movies like I, Tanya and Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn with Margo, um, did Bright with Will Smith and um, Kate with, with, with Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Project Power with, with Jamie Foxx. And um, now working with Metaversal on this project, Runner, um, it's the world of Omega. And it's amazing. Can I think probably the most excited I've been my entire career about a project and can't wait to do it. Really excited about it creatively, um, and but also in the way that we're doing it and approaching it in a much more kind of multimedia entrepreneurial way, which we will get into. Yeah, um, I'm Bryce Anderson. I uh, am also a Hollywood executive. I've been working with Brian for uh, about seven years now since the inception of Clubhouse Pictures. Uh, before that, I was at Warner Brothers where I worked on uh, a lot of movies over the course of two years, but included, uh, you know, Mad Max, Lego Batman, The Meg, Nice Guys. Um, and before that, I was at uh, United Talent Agency, where I started my career in the mailroom 
you know, moved up to an assistant desk working in uh, motion picture lit, which is writers and directors. You guys and are you like got- Hollywood guys. Like this is like, like people know who you are. This is not like two dudes. <laughs> it, is, it is both of those things. <laughs> we are two so dudes. People know who we are. But also, so people know. Who we are. Also, two dudes. Yeah. Uh, well, two dudes who know how to make excellent movies are now making a excellent NFT project. Why go from movies to NFTs? What is the reason for that? And tell us about Runner. Yeah. So it all started with Story First. Um, we w- are working with Blaze Hemingway, who is a fantastic A plus level screenwriter who has um, been in the Pixar Story Trust. And he's just an amazing world builder. And Cedric Nicholas Treon, who is before becoming a director, was the best visual effects supervisor there was and um, directed one of the Huntsman movies and Kate with us. And they're just incredible about building story and world. And we were bonding over our love of car culture, of racing, and created what we feel like is this epic saga that is anchored in a world where what happens if rather than conflict playing itself out through war what if it was take speed was the currency of power and suddenly you start thinking about okay what if there was a 21 day intercontinental race where each nation sends their proxy runner to race in for ultimate power uh for the for the globe and you can imagine then that there would be all sorts of fun alliances formed it'd be crazy terrain the vehicles that would be involved in the race would be really culturally specific. And, and of course there would be uh, high drama and classism because the, the nations that win would keep winning likely if they have the control, the power, the powerful become more powerful. But what makes it interesting is that there, in this moment where we were telling our story, the playing field can be righted because there is this new technology called a pinch, which is kind of like a wormhole where you could kind of skyrocket up to the leading leaderboard um, it's extremely dangerous. It's really risky. But two of our characters from kind of a peripheral nation are willing to take the chance. And that becomes they become extremely valuable within the ecosystem of this world. And so uh, we love the, the, the world building of it. We love the storytelling of it. But it's so big that it easily lends itself to a multimedia approach. It's kind of in the middle of this Venn diagram of television animated series you know obvious feature um comic book which we'll get to but gaming you can see with the car culture and the racing side there's the there's the uh, ability to lend itself to the story to lend itself to, to to gaming but also with this uh pinch technology you can see easy comparisons to web3 um about a lot of people pushing up against the power structure taking risks to uh, right the playing field. And it just felt natural. And then the idea that you could start populating this world with all these unique identities. Our stories like, is populated by eight, um, nine you know, characters that we've really focused on, but there's so many stories within this world. Um, you'll see this line up here. And, and so it, what's really fun is that with our PFPs to start 
creating a variety of diverse characters that are all at different levels, different nations, different levels of their racing abilities, et cetera. And to start thinking about how can we dimensionalize the storytelling? So um, it just felt really fun to start building this world up in, 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 a, in concert with a lot of different mediums. And um, obviously Web3 seemed like a very great uh, early stop. So, so did you guys go like, did you guys come up with this idea for Web3 or you guys came up with this concept and said? And We've always been like at Clubhouse, we're always story first. It's just the story and then let's see what's the best way to tell the story. And in this case, with the new community that is forming in Web3 and around NFTs, it seemed like such a natural extension of the story. And... Um, and, and it's, it's really nice because of the community building that you can create around your um, IP, which is valuable from a creative dimensionalization like we discussed, but also later as you go and push forward into other mediums, it's nice to have that community with you from the ground floor. And it's actually kind of rare that there is as much of a infrastructure like in Web3, where you have Discord, where you have Twitter, where we have things like this, where with these great um, podcasts, where you can easily get to your community and get people excited about the story. And, and you're not, so it's not as one dimensional. Oftentimes studios just kind of tell the audience what they should be watching. Here we can build it and, and, and then have a lot more direction and act, be more actionable and how we keep pushing it forward and you got involved as well the, the community could help guide you through the vision exactly yeah absolutely so bryce i know that you've been in the nft world for quite some time and are a passionate ape holder amongst others and part of what the yeah. story was for you was like stanley just said being able to bring in the community to be part of the character development or at least part of the commercial ownership of these characters how do you see that playing out? And let's maybe bring them back up because I think they're pretty remarkable in terms of their design and artistic focus and how you guys have put this together. It's really a high-end quality project. Tell us a little bit about the thinking behind that and how that all plays together into how you envision this coming uh, to the world. Yeah, so, you know, I think, you know, hearkening back to the Board of Yacht Club, like they had this really kind of this, this moment of genius, which was to allow all of their holders the commercial rights to their profile picture um and and i knew immediately that that was going to be something that would have a lot of impact on the space for a long time um it was the thing that got me into that project you know right away and uh, when we started building out runner there was this idea it was like okay we definitely want to give people control over these characters we want these pfps to be characters within this world um but the, then we kind of sat back and we were thinking about it. It was like, okay, so we're telling a story with like eight characters. You don't want to give someone just another version of the same eight characters 10,000 times, right? Because then everybody's kind of holding the same thing. You don't really get the ownership over it. Um, it becomes this sort of muddled place. So we ended up um, with a lot of thinking and frankly doing things with copyright that have not really been done before where um, we are giving everybody individual characters, uniquely generated characters, 10,000 PFP collection. Um, and then at the same time, we have these eight characters that were in this lineup 
um, that we think of as our community characters or the, the, the central characters that we're running with as the main characters in this first storyline that we're telling. And the purpose of this first storyline is really just to guide all of the users into the world. They're, they're going to kind of hold your hand as you come into the story, come into the story world, um, understand the rules, understand the major players, understand, you know, some of these political stakes that are, um, that are built into the world and then allow a canvas for these other 10,000 community owned characters to come and, um, you know, exist within. And I think that's what's really exciting about this project is it's not just, you know, here's a single image, good luck. Um, and it's not just a, we're gonna go make this story and you don't get to be a part of it. There's this real balance where we're gonna go make this story, but the goal of making this story is to build out, you know, a really rich garden in which, you know, everyone gets to participate. Um, and I think that's, when we think about the copyright and we think about um, how we're sharing rights and we think about that community storytelling element. That's something that we're doing that I think is very unique to this project. No, and I, and I kudos to you guys because I, I think that's the way I'm looking at it is like you guys are, you know, legitimately have the chops to go build out a movie franchise or a video game or whatever you guys, whatever your long term plans are, but you're saying, hey, we, we're actually going to give you guys rights to your characters right and then on the other side of it if somebody else is actually wants to go take your idea or wants to go use those characters and do some sort of spin-off or or create almost its own separate ecosystem within the ecosystem you mm -hmm. it's your advantage because it's it's helping you grow that brand even quicker right? yeah and exactly. it's funny you say that because it it is something that we feel it gives us a bit of a strategic advantage um there are so many amazing communities and I've been blown away with the art and the community spirit. Um, but from where we sit looking at properties that actually have longevity in the film and television space, um, it really, there, there's a kind of conceptualization that is necessary to, to really land. And um, unfortunately there's many of these um, communities and, and projects have great art, but no story under behind it. And it's really hard to reverse engineer story. You, you want to start like building a house at the foundation and build on top of it. Right. And I think so right now um, we have all the specificity and all the organizing properties that will be able to lend itself long-term to go and actually make a TV series, actually make a movie. And then of course do it at the highest level because through our experience, you know, we, we know those people and know how to pull it together so that it is creatively um, at the level that you would really want, you know. So let's talk about the introduction of that story to this world because it is so deep and so immense and there's so many components to it that people can get involved with. You guys made the decision to first produce a comic book that uh, I believe is coming out soon and we can talk about the details of that. Let's talk about the comic book and how that then relates to the NFT uh, and the PFPs and how that all unfolds. Yeah, I mean, the first, the, the, we just love comic books and comic books are awesome. And it was, um, Blaze is, is always um, really interested in writing comics. And he basically has created like 100 issues already in his head. But we have the first two re basically ready to go. Um, here's a, a a page of one you can see. Um, the art is beautiful. 
And we, we love it because in a cinematic way, you can start understanding the story and the scope of this world. Um, but we can do it obviously a lot more quickly, which allows us to just keep um, going and, and integrating uh, story into the community. And um, yeah, it's been a, a lot of, a lot of fun and you'll see it's a great, it's the beginnings of what's going to be an amazing adventure. Sounds very cool. I mean, the project is very cool. I, I've honest, obviously known about it a little bit beforehand. Yasi has shared some some alpha with me ahead of time, not inside information. I'm talking about like before the show. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm a fan, but I'm going to ask you guys, you know, a question, right? Uh, obviously, Bryce has been in the Ape community, so he's in the NFT space. But do you think people are going to come at you and say, Here's a bunch of, you know, Hollywood guys that are going to do a, is this a money grab, right? Are they going to really build this? Like, do you think that, that some of these communities are going to kind of give you guys some shit for this? I hope not, but it's certainly possible. Um, I will say that we've been out there meeting with I mean, my day is six or seven meetings of community outreach. Um, really trying to understand this space and not feeling like we know it better um, because it is very unique and specific and there's so much potential. Um, and so this is far from a money grab because this is something we're seeing as a really long-term project. It, it, I see this as we'll be working on runner seven, eight, nine years from now. And this is one part of an entire um, like I said, enterprise with a lot of different offshoots of ways that we can tell this story. Um, and so, but yeah, I, I really love Web3 space and I'm trying to learn about it and immerse myself as much as possible. And I'm thankful that I have people like Yossi and Bryce around me who have been, you know, they're OGs and are really integrated within this and can help guide. And unlike other projects, you 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 know you obviously you've doxed yourselves. You're putting your names behind it, mm -hmm. and that doesn't come as a small decision. That is a stamp of we are in this for the long run, not for uh, we've got reputations to uphold in this industry, and we are here to make something meaningful and special. Yeah. The other thing I'd say is you know I, you know I've been in Hollywood now for almost 11 years um and whenever anyone asks it's like why do you do it like what is it that you want and one of my favorite things being in you know working in movies is like when you get to go out and see like an advertisement for a movie you've worked on on a billboard or something like it's that impact on the space and when i talk about like what i want for my career like what would be the thing that i could do in my dream it's like i want to create the next teenage mutant ninja turtles i want to create the next you know pokemon that thing that is um Yes, it's a comic. Yes, it's a game. Yes, it's a television show. Yes, it's a you know a series of merchandise. Like, which one is it first? It's like it's all of those things. It is all of those things so naturally. Um, and one of the things that you've run up against in Hollywood recently, especially, is that uh, IP tends to get recycled more than it's invented. And so, working within this Hollywood system, you're either working on you know you're working on actually Pokemon or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Star Wars or Marvel or something that already exists that you don't actually get to participate in, that you do not get to build from the ground up yourself. Um, and with Web3, with this new medium, I feel like there's this window of time where you can come in and create 
new products. You can create new universes. You can create new stories in a way that I haven't seen this window, you know, in Hollywood in the last 10 years. It's like it has not existed to the same extent. Um, and so our ability to go and start something new, it's like it's really it's fulfilling a lifelong dream of mine. And it's like I, I say, like this project, you know, I'll know this project is done when we have a cereal box right with our face on it. It's like that's the level of thing. It's like, how do I go and become that long term? Um, and, and that's the kind of time horizon we're thinking about here. But in, in, with all this like very grandiose talk about all the different mediums where it could um, eventually, you know, manifest itself, I do think we really are focused right now on doing each thing right. I hope you guys find that the comic is really beautiful. Um, our artist Fabrizio is fantastic. And mm -hmm. like, we want to put all of our time and attention and really making that fully rendered and something that is exciting. And, and as far as with the, our NFTs, like, I think there's all sorts of smart contract things that we are doing that are make it unique. We have the visual stylings and like the customization is really fantastic. Like, and I think there's great value for people who will um, actively participate and actually buy our NFTs that will come back. I think for one, because we're in it for the long haul, this will be something that they can feel confident that this will be a, a good long-term investment. And as you build it into all these other spaces, as it reaches into a mass media space that will come back to the NFT space as something that will be all the more interesting and valuable. You don't have to look far, like obviously the Lego movies, look at how much Legos uh, sales go up after each one of those movies. And I work on a lot of book properties, the book sales skyrocket each time we do a Hunger Games or, a, you know, a, crazy rich Asians. Um, so I do think there's there's real value there and we want to do this right. And that's going back to your earlier question is like, how is this not something that we're just coming in and, and, and money grab or something like that? We really are trying to do this right. And we love people's input that are really uh, established in this space where that's why part of what we're doing is just learning first, right? And, and meeting with people and getting their input and making sure that this is something that is on the edge and pushing forward um, within each medium we do, especially Web3. And, and I so, think you guys are doing, like like you said, right? You guys have the experience. You're coming at it the right way. And to me, like, I think Yasi and I talk about this on a show on a daily basis, right? We, we look at projects three times a week. And some of those projects are like the same roadmap, the same looking art or whatever is like the hottest thing for the week or month, right? You don't know who, who the team behind it is. Do they have experience? Do they know how to build? Have they done anything in real life experiences before? The answer is usually no, right? And now you're coming in, you say, hey guys, we produce, you know, here's the movies we have produced in the past, right? And here's our goals. We're docs. Here's the artwork. You guys decide for yourself if you want to build on, on top of this journey with us. And, you know, like to me, this is what it's all about, right? These are the types of projects that I would want to invest into because as an investor, as a collector, you want to look, you want to buy stuff long-term. You don't want to buy something that you could flip in 24 hours because you're using that money and you're going to go lose it on the next three projects. Yeah. So, and I think, I think that's nice to hear. Thank you. And I hope that it's good for the big picture web three culture, because I do think those projects that come and go and are flipped, um, ultimately, frankly, from somebody that is more of an outsider, are daunting. 
um, for us to join in, right? Because it feels speculative and it feels like inaccessible. And so if we can do, and there's others, you know, out there, but if you can do things that are long-term, hopefully it is runner that establishes us as a temple of like, look, this is a Petri dish for something that can grow and is like going to be all over. Then I think more, that will only build more substantial projects down the way. I'm obviously sold. So let's talk about the, uh, the comic book that is happening uh, and how people can get into the priority list. And for our listeners, you're hearing this first on Goats and the Metaverse. Um, what we have. Uh, Repeat that again, Yasi. They're hearing it first here. This hearing is it alpha, first. Alpha, alpha, do your own research, not financial advice. <laughs> but you are getting this first. You are getting it first at 14th of June. The comic book sale goes live. And from what I understand, every comic book holder gets a one-to-one priority list access for the PFP drop happening later in the summer. Uh, and there is a launch party for those of you who are going to be at NFT NYC. There is going to be a runner party happening. I think it's a private takeover at Sleep No More. Uh, so comic book buyers get to claim their first NFT and come and party with us for the launch. Uh, what else are first edition collectors getting? Price, let us know. Um, first edition collectors are getting, so first of all, they are getting a limited edition physical print of the comic book that will arrive in your mailbox. Um, full color art, beautifully printed, um, some special pages that have not been leaked online. Um, I know we've dripped out some of this in part of the promo, but there's a lot of stuff that's, uh, you know, has not been shared that you have to have the physical to hold. Um, the, uh, First 1,000 buyers will get what we call our first edition NFT. Um, and this, this NFT will have all kinds of benefits um, long-term inside the runner ecosystem for being the early adopters, first movers. Um, you know, we're really, really thankful to this, really this, this small crucible of a community that we've built so far. Um, and we wanna reward those holders long-term. Um, and then of course, the allow list uh, one-to-one access pass for the eventual pfp mint um this is something that you will get with the purchase of a comic book um with the purchase of this nft um and and i think it's a very exciting um it's definitely the best way to jump into the runner universe that is all happening on the 14th of june and for our listeners we are going to be adding a comic book to the goat vault uh which will give us the chance to claim one of those pfps uh, so you can just participate by being a viewer of the show. Uh, that's pretty exciting, if you ask me. Uh, where do people follow you? Oh, well, Stanley's excited. Then you know everyone's excited. Brian, Bryce, how do people find out more? Where, who should they follow? Tell us. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. It's at Omega X Runner. Um, that's the project Twitter. You can also follow me. I'm at Bryce B. Anderson. Brian is at... Uh, at UB777, uh, go Broncos. The, uh, <laughs> um, you can also join our Discord. Um, the links to that are on our Twitter. Uh, if you'd like to find out more, you can go to our website, which is www.omegaxrunner.xyz. Um, and between the Discord and the Twitter and the website, 
all of these things will have updates um when this goes live hope to see you then um join us honestly it's fun join us. it really is genuinely fun in that discord there's a lot of great people throwing ideas back and forth it's fun to see how the story comes alive and um yeah, I, I love it. And, and, and it's what's also nice is that Blaze is really active in the Discord. So you can get a lot of story lore uh, right, right there in real time, uh, which is yeah. awesome. I'm, if you want to know who's bootlegging alcohol at the uh, Milestone Bivouacs, let me tell you, he's got all of that. <laughs> he knows, he knows it. it. <laughs> he knows so, so before we let you guys go, and I'm going to definitely join the Discord, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys a really hard hitting question. Let's assume everything goes perfect. We're making movies, TV shows. Can, can you tell everybody in the show that Yasi and I are gonna get a guest spot in the movie? Is, yeah. You guys yeah, absolutely. You're like, in. Like, You're it in. has to be like right now. You have to yeah. confirm. Mega That's Hollywood funny. movie. Yeah. Yasi and I like get a guest role. Well, I, think, I don't yeah. want a guest row. I want the title row. Stanley, you got to pitch. They're, they're live. <laughs> yeah, come on. The script, that there's two guys. Podcast. It's about NFTs. Something along those lines. Yeah. yeah Competent yeah. mechanic one is open. Yeah. <laughs> You've got that role. No problem. Yeah. You heard it here first. We'll work it's it happening. in. We'll guys, I'm excited for your journey. We appreciate you guys coming on. Um, like I said, I, I think that you could tell you guys put a lot of thought into this strategy. This is not just like, hey, let's launch an NFT project. And as somebody that's super passionate about the industry, I love seeing that, right? Because like like you guys said, that's what's going to make the industry grow. And I really hope you guys succeed and build a template for other Hollywood production companies and studios to follow. Because like you said, that's right. Like, like commun it starts with the community. Right. And if you yeah. look at all the brands and I think Board Ape Yacht Club really set that set that precedent for everybody, they built a massive community. Yeah. And that community helped them all become really, really rich. Right. And help everybody along the, along with the ride become really, really rich. But it was a community first. Right. It wasn't about like, let's flip this and make money and, and we're all going to make money together. It was all about we're all part of this club and part of this community. And yeah. you know, the brands that I'm a fan of, I, I think it's all about community. So I love it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us on today. Yeah, thanks for having us. My pleasure. Well, you heard it here first. And uh, make sure you get the comic next week. Yeah, um, come join us, guys. It's fun. Cool. Yeah, say any last words before we go. No, come and run with us. I'm excited and see you all at NFT NYC in two weeks' time. We'll be rubbing shoulders with uh, Come and Play with us. We'll go to the Metaverse crew, the Runner crew, and everything else happening there. Cool. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Thanks again.